Paris. And just think, everything was finally arranged so that I could go to Paris with Mr. Bloom. But it took all of my savings and a little more. We went in August because Mr. Bloom said the water lilies would be best then. Our hotel was called the Esmeralda. It was tiny and old, but Mr. Bloom thought that it was probably the loveliest hotel in the whole city of Paris. It was right on the River Seine, which flows through all of Paris. The part of the city where we stayed is called the Left Bank. From my window, I could see all of Notre Dame Cathedral. That is the city's most famous church. The book, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, takes place there. Mr. Bloom hadn't read the book, but he had seen the film. It's about a terribly ugly bell ringer named Quasimodo and a beautiful gypsy named Esmeralda. The hotel is named after Esmeralda, of course, and in the hall there is a painting of her, dancing with her little pet goat, Jolly. There is also a red couch in the hall where the hotel's dog, Canel, always sits. The cats, Mona and Lisa, lie in the armchairs, but Tiger prefers to sit in the window, staring and purring. Mr. Bloom discovered that the house was built in 1640. That is a long time ago. At that time, there was a secret passage under the house, leading down to the river. The floor in our room was sagging with age. The walls were made of uneven stones, and there were ancient beams in the ceiling. But the furniture wasn't that old. It was only about as old as Monet. In front of the hotel is a park which belongs to the church of Saint-Julien-le-Pauvre, which means St. Julius the Poor. The city's second oldest tree grows there, supported by a cement pillar. It is a robinia, or false acacia, which came all the way from America in a basket and was planted there in 1681. It still has fresh green leaves, even though it's more than 300 years old. I couldn't reach up to them, so I took a leaf from another tree in the park to press in my travel diary. There were so many interesting things to look at from my window, especially the dogs. In Paris, lots of dogs go out by themselves, particularly on our little street. Canel knows them all. Her boyfriend, Baskerville, belongs to the English bookshop around the corner. My first day in Paris, I saw a very old and elegant gentleman walking down the street. All of a sudden, two enormous dogs ran right into him. It looked as if they were going to knock him over. Then Canel ran out to join them. Soon, all three dogs were jumping all over the poor man. He managed to break away and continued down the street with the dogs following after him. I found out later that the biggest dog belongs to the old man. He goes walking there several times a day and thinks that it's fun to be almost knocked over by the dogs. He started saying hello to me when he noticed me watching from my window. Imitate the old man with the dog, I say to Mr. Bloom sometimes. And when he does his imitation, I laugh so much that I almost fall over. But now, on to the most important part. Monet and his flowers. Our first day in Paris, we took the metro, the underground train, to a museum called the Marmoton. Many of Monet's paintings are there. 
It's one thing to see them in a book, but something quite different to see the real thing. I know that now. The Monet paintings at the Marmotin used to belong to the artist's youngest son, Michel. When Michel was 88 years old, he was run over and killed. Since he didn't have any children of his own, he left his father's paintings to the museum. Most of the pictures are hanging in large rooms downstairs. There we discovered that Monet had not painted only water lilies. He also painted steam engines, churches, mountains, the sea, and people. There were snow paintings, too, but I didn't like those very much. But this one is nice, Mr. Bloom, I said. We were standing in front of a painting with two white water lilies. I stepped a little closer to the picture and looked at it. It was then I noticed...